1: First Christian Center, it's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio.
2: Strife and strife always steps in when you're in a place too small. When money's tight, drama goes up. Anybody been in a relationship when money was an issue, guess what happens next? Drama. So wherever you're in a place too small for the call, stress and strife always follows. And many times it's unnecessary stress and strife because see, you're in a place too small for your call. That's why sometimes you're on a job and you don't like. And what I realize, sometimes
1: God agitates you to promote you.
2: to God be the glory. Today, I'm going to delve into part two of my series, You're in a Place Too Small for Your Call. You're in a place too small for your call. As I thought about this message, there's a few things that I, I, you know, slogans or cliches that I use that I thought were uh, apropos for this particular time. I say it all the time and just get used to me. Y'all ready, church? If you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. Change begins with? Jesus. Look at your neighbor. Say he's talking about you. Ah. Ah. Do, everyone said again. Change, Change. begins yes. with who? Yes. Okay. My next one I want to give you. Don't complain about what you allow. Ooh. ooh. Look at your neighbor. Say don't complain About what you allow. Okay. I got another one. With each new year, there should be time for reflection, inspection, and action. Because if there's no reflection, inspection, or action, there will be duplication. And if I don't like what I had, I'm going to get it again if I don't have some reflection, inspection, and action. Your life is based on these three things. Another one. Choices, decisions, and consequences. Let's go church. Choices, decisions, and consequences. Okay, this give me another one. If you don't like your harvest, change your seed. Okay? Don't complain about what you If you always do, what you've always done, you'll always get What you've always got. Pastor, why are you being redundant? Because the last thing I want you to do is to repeat another bad year. So I have to go ahead and continue to tell you and tell you and tell you. Because the last thing I want is for 2017 for you to have the same New Year's resolution. Because if you have the same resolution, that means nothing has changed. I need a New Year's. I want a different New Year's resolution. Hallelujah. So as we jump into this word today, you're in a place too small for your call. Subtitled, somebody got to move. Last week, I started this line of Genesis chapter 12 uh, with, my, with my wife and I in reference to talking about how they had to move out of their current location. I'm going to touch on it and I'm going to jump into my new uh, new theme. Genesis chapter 1, excuse me, chapter 12, verse 1. It says this. If you have it, you can have or you can read it off the screen. Now in Haran, the Lord said to Abraham, go for your family. No, it says go for yourself, for your own advantage, away from your country, your relatives, and your father's house. To the land that I will show you. Okay. So the command was go. Amen. Away from your house, your family, and everything close to you. Now let's go to Genesis chapter 13. Verse 1. Genesis chapter 13, verse 1. One chapter down, verse 1. Look what it says. So Abram went out of Egypt. He, his wife, and all he had. Wait a second. And Lot with him. Now, what was the command? Don't bring no family with you. Lot is his nephew. I believe that's family. Okay, so he brings Lot with him. Verse 2, now Abraham was extremely rich in livestock and silver and gold. And he journeyed on the south as far as Bethel, to the place where his tent had been at the beginning between Bethel and Ai, where he had built an altar at first. And there Abraham called the name of the Lord, verse 5. But who? Who went with Abraham also had herds and flocks. Understand, family, in 2016, some of you have to re-qualify what a friend is. Since I'm in a new season, I got to qualify how much time I'm going to give you. People are like elevators. Some take you up and some take you down. With that being said, write a list of how many people took up your time last year that add nothing to your life. (laughs) Write a list of how many people blessed your life and asked you for nothing. I bet you that's a short list. See, when you go to the bank and ask for their money, they said, let me pre-qualify you. In 2016, some of you have to disqualify some people who have t- taken up some of your time. Anybody looked at your cell phone when someone's calling you and you rebuke it? <laughs> because you know everything in this conversation is nothing but drama. And the challenge with most of our drama, it's self-inflicted drama. Nobody did nothing to you. You made bad choices. Let's just be honest.
1: Let's just be real.
2: (sighs) What, what, What blessed me about this message, when God is telling you to separate from someone, God told you a long time ago. But you thought that you were so fine. You thought that you had everything going on. That they would overlook your foolishness. So what happens, God tells you something. But you are too smart to listen. Pastor, what are you saying, Pastor? Well, in the story... God told him to leave his family a long time ago. Because see, God already knew what was going to happen. So many times when God is speaking to you, he's trying to cause less pain in your life. But yet we're too smart. So God says, don't take any family with you. But of course, Lot came along. Now, Lot is no fool. If you read the scripture, it says Abraham was rich with silver and gold. Now, don't let anybody delude you about the Bible riches. Well, he wasn't really rich. Well, I don't care what world you're in. Silver and gold is rich. Old Testament, New Testament. Gold and silver is always wealth. So Lot wasn't a fool. Let me help you. Some of your friends are only close because of what you got. Let your stuff disappear. You'll find out who you're really with. Oh, let's just be honest. Let's just be real. I'm going to get a new song for 16 when I find a good hook. (laughs) My wife already said, so, Jomo, you need a new song. Don't worry. As soon as it won't come up, I'm going to have it. I got to keep it relevant and real. Verse 6. Now the land was not able to nourish and support them. It should have never had to support them because Lot should have never been there. So they could dwell together for their possessions were too great for them to live together. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. Anybody came to your house said they're going to stay there for two weeks. (laughs) Strife and strife always steps in when you're in a place too small. When money's tight, drama goes up. Anybody been in a relationship when money was an issue, guess what happens next? Drama. So wherever you're in a place too small for the call, stress and strife always follows. And many times it's unnecessary stress and strife because, see, you're in a place too small for your call. That's why sometimes you're on a job and you don't like. And what I realize sometimes God agitates you to promote you. Because you would not step out because you're comfortable. So God caused enough stress and strife for you to go back to school and get your degree. God caused enough stress and strife for you to leave that job and start your own business. Because guess what? God says, I've called you higher, but you're comfortable on this level. So I'm going to cause some agitation in your life to promote you. So some of the stress you're going through is God trying to elevate you. Because when people get on your nerve long enough, somebody got to move. The land couldn't hold them. Hmm. Verse 7. And there was strife between the herdsmen of Abram's cattle and the herdsmen of Lot's cattle. And the Canaanite and the Perizzite were dwelling in the land, making fodder more difficult. It was already bad enough that they were arguing, but the enemies were arguing with them too. Verse 8, so Abraham said to Lot, let there be no strife, I beg you. Everyone say maturity. What you do, do not confront, you cannot change. Love is about comfort, but love is also about confrontation. Don't run from the confrontation. I don't like it either.
1: Dr. Cousins will send you this audio compilation of prayers pulled right from the Word of God. So to give your gift today, simply visit our website at freshwindradio.com. Hey, did you know you can join Dr. Jomo Cousins each weekday morning for 20 minutes of prayer to start your day? That's right. Monday through Friday at 6.30 a.m. Eastern, Dr. Jomo hosts a prayer conference call. It's a great way to begin your day in communication with the Father. And now, let's get back to the word.
2: But I realize love is also comfort, and love is also confronting. And that's a balance. So now, Abraham comes a lot. Hey, brother, I love you, man. But right now, we see the place is too small for the call. So what I want you to do is you choose whichever land you want. And whatever you want, I'll go the opposite direction. The challenge with this is I'm Abram. The favor's on my life. I should just pick whatever I want and let you have the rest. But since I realize you're not my source and God's my source, I'm going to let you choose what you want. And whatever is left over, I'm going to trust God for mine. So when you're in a disagreement with some family member, just say what you want, take it. God bless you, you can have it. Don't argue about it. They're not my source. God's my source. So with that, you have the ability to let some stuff go. Hallelujah. He says, so let, said Lot, said, let it be no strife. I beg you between you and me, or between your husband and my husband. We're relatives, we're family. It's not the whole land before you separate yourself i beg you for me if you take the left hand then i'll go right if you choose a right then i'll go left wow <laughs> how many times do we do the opposite versus we say because because we're worried about somebody cheating us we're worried about somebody taking advantage of us <laughs> i i had a i had a season of my life where i worked for a particular company and uh, I was underpaid. I didn't know it. And uh, the boss said, uh, Jomo, I'll, I'll double your salary. I'll take you from 75 to 150. Now, with your new job description, I need to go fire this man. Now, this man helped me get the job. I said, you know what? I'm cool at 75. 75. Six weeks later, the business folded. I started my own business with some friends. Within six weeks, I had to fire the same person. Pastor, what's the revelation? God was trying to tell me way back here to cut weight, but I didn't want to do it because I didn't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And I had to do it anyway here, and it was more painful. God has been speaking to some of you for a long time about certain friends you've had in your life. But you keep them there. And the longer you keep them there, the more they're going to hurt you. So when God is pressing on you, man, something wrong, leave him alone. He's trying to give you an inkling that this is not going to work out good for you. But we fight it. Raise your hand if you had some friends in your life where God said, let them go, and you held on, and you held on so long, it hurts you. Come on, let's be honest, let's be real. And you knew that God was saying, you know what, you need to leave them alone. They're not going to help you. But yet we hold on. Friends, how many of us have them? Let's be friends, (laughs) ones we can depend on. You have to be mindful that when God is telling you to let some people go, he's really trying to help you get to another level. Praise the Lord. (laughs) You have to qualify who's in your circle. You have to qualify who you allow in your ear. Not everybody's supposed to be speaking into your life. You are the average of your friends. If you don't like the average, change your friends. If you're the smartest person in your circle, get a new circle. (laughs) Pastor, you're hurting my feelings. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I'm not here to make you comfortable. I'm here to push you into greatness. Verse 10 says this, and Lot... Looked and saw that everywhere the Jordan Valley was well watered. Before, everyone say before, before. The Lord destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. So guess what? He was looking at Sodom and Gomorrah, didn't even know it. It was like the, like the garden of the Lord, like the land of Egypt, as you go to Zor. Then Lot chose for himself all the Jordan Valley and traveled east, so they were separated. See, what I've learned is when you have an opportunity to share, give somebody an opportunity to see how they really do. My 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 brother-in-law, uh, his, his his our, our my, my my mother's wife, my mother's mother, my mother's mother, my wife's mother. Lord Jesus, I mumbled that one up, huh? Woo, <laughs> thank you, Father. She makes us pound rum cake. <sighs> Hallelujah. We shouldn't be talking about cake on a Daniel fast, huh? <sighs> thank you. And uh. Bobby and I, a couple months ago, we were at the house. And that they had a last quarter of cake left. And I saw the brother make a move to the microwave. (laughs) Can you, anybody know when somebody about to go tear down the last piece? I saw the brother kind (laughs) of. He looked over to see if I was asleep. You know that that after Thanksgiving that. But I heard. Brother went to the microwave. And he looked at that piece. And the Holy Spirit quickened me. <laughs> and I got up and I saw that brother working on that cake. He's like, oh, hey, brother, hey, brother. We can split it. <laughs> that brother cut a piece. I say, brother, that piece is a little bigger than this piece. <laughs> <laughs> Watch out for people who eat the last chicken wing <laughs> Pastor, what a chicken wing got to do with this <laughs> I guess I'm just hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> what it is, Lot showed his heart towards Abram by taking the best. I've been carrying your butt the whole time, and now you get an opportunity to come up. You forget about me. Let's just be honest. Let's just be real. Many times in relationships, people will show you who they really are when it gets down to small pieces. Hmm. Praise God. Not a brother gave me the cake, so I'm good. we still good. Praise God. <laughs> Everyone say choices. choices. Decisions. Decisions. Consequences. Now, verse 12, verse 12. Abraham dwelt in the land of Canaan, and Lot dwelt in the cities of the Jordan Valley, and moved his tent as far as Sodom, and dwelt there. But the men of Sodom were wicked and exceedingly great sinners against the Lord. By the way, the move Lot made in the... Uh, he lost his family. His wife turned to salt. That decision he made, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes choices, sometimes choices uh, lead you to a bad place because you didn't realize the consequences of that choice. That's why anytime I, I do something, I think about the long range. How is this going to work out for me to end? Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. My, 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 my babe, uh, Charmaine, we've been together 21 years now. 21 years. Praise God. <clears throat> and it's getting better and better. I'm telling you, I want to bless, and she knows whatever, I'm, I'm blessing that, I'm blessing that girl, and I'm going to do more and greater, God showed me some stuff, and, and Pastor, why do you say this, some of us never get past the fight to get to the good stuff, because see, many times we want everything now, hallelujah, thank you Jesus, look at your neighbor, say who's he talking about, who's he talking about, Please, talking about everybody, talking about everybody,